Where's your smile at? The joy of the Lord is your strength, right? Now, I'm, I'm about to take you on a journey. And um, this is, uh, the Holy Ghost has given this to me to give to you. And um, I'm excited because it's going to expand your capacity to believe and receive. Amen. Now, flow with me. I'm standing here before you as, as a humble man. And, um, you know, I'm smart every once in a while. I know a little something every once in a while. But I happen to be walking down the street, and I have a hole in my pocket. Got it? But I'm looking at you, and I don't realize that something came out of my pocket. You with me? Um, I'm thinking everything's fine. I get to the store, and I find out that I don't have what I'm supposed to have. Y'all ain't helping me now. Right? Now, I'm facing in this direction. Now, I want somebody behind me to, to um, they see something on the floor. Do you see something on the floor? Can you pick it up for me? Just pick it up. All right, now I want you to stand up. Pick it up and stand up. All right, shout. Hallelujah! Now, I don't have what they had, but they blessed. I'm broke. Are you with me? Now, now this, is, this is so precious. I want each one of you to shout what you have, one, one at a time. What do you have? 11 cents. 11 cents. All right. What do you have? She's got five cents. What do you have? 25 cents. She's got 25 cents. Okay. Now, that's all my money. Y'all ain't helping me. That's all my money. And I'm broke. They don't know me. I don't know them. I'm saying, Lord, oh, Lord. Lord, oh, Lord. I'm broke, Lord. <laughs> you didn't tell me I had a hole in my pocket, Lord. Now watch where I'll go with this. Um, what do you have again? Shout it. I got 11 cents. I got 11 cents. What do you have? She got 5 cents. What do you I got? got 25 got 25 cents. All right. Now, this is how we think. 11 cents, right? 5 cents, right? And a quarter, right? Right. Who do we celebrate the most? Come on. The quarter. 
Well, what about the five cents? And what about the 11 cents? But in our mindset, she better because she got the quarter. She better than everybody else because she got the quarter. But the five cent, that ain't nothing. The 11 cent, that's a little bit better. And then what happens if they are friends and uh, they get to talking about the day that they've had and they've had a good day. I got five cents, I got a quarter, but I got 11 cents. And somehow you make the five cents feel like they ain't nothing cause all they have is five cents. And then the quarter says, yeah, I'm good because I got the quarter. And the 11 cents said, yeah, but I'm on my way. I got 11 cents. I'm almost there. Now watch this. I have just told them that I lost it, right? I'm broke. I'm broke. Yeah, I'm broke. Did anybody find my money? Anybody find my money? Notice they ain't saying nothing. <laughs> Notice ain't saying a thing. I'm crying out. I'm pleading with them. Did anybody find my money? Did you lose 25 cents? <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody find my money? Now, I'm, 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 I'm watch, watch this, watch this. I'm walking past them, but ain't nobody coming to help me. They hear me crying out. Not a one of them left to say, here. They still standing there. Flow with me. Ain't they, they, they see me hurting. They know they got my stuff. Now, what if it was a million dollars that they had? Yeah, that's true. Doesn't matter what it is. Is it like, Flow with me, flow with me, because this is so critical. How many of us have greatness that we keep denying? This five cents is as valuable as the 25 cents. Amen, amen, amen. And the 11 cents is invaluable as the five and the 25. But we have an adversary that makes us feel that five cents. I'm just a five cent person. And, you know, ego over here got, I'm an 11 cent person. 
I'm better than you because I got 11 cents. All you got is five, I got 11. And then 25 comes and you know what? I'm better than all of y'all because I got 25. And y'all need to be like me. Say, say, say neighbor. Neighbor. Oh. Do you understand that there's greatness in you? And that greatness is to be a reward to someone. Now, notice, folks, notice, notice. They still ain't giving me my money. I'm the preacher. I'm the head of this house. Ain't nobody breaking that neck to give me nothing. And in my unsaved day, I be cussing. Y'all look here. Huh? Y'all better give me my money. You better give me my money. You knew I was, you hear me crying and you ain't giving me my money? Something wrong with you. you you've been to church, you've been to Eagle Summit Church, and you hear me crying about my money and you ain't giving me no money? They say sanctified, full of the Holy Ghost, and they hear me and they ain't move. Because they don't want nobody to know that um, I'm 11 cents, I'm a five cents, and I'm a, and I'm a quarter. When in fact, every one of them is a great reward. Now, what I want you to do though is deliberately go and give what you got to somebody in here. Go. Find somebody, just give it to them. Now notice, they became a reward to somebody else. But what did it, now, 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 now watch where we go. All you gave me was five cents. All you gave me was 11 cents. And you gave me a quarter. I know you got to have more than that. When maybe along the way, that five cents, that 11 cents, that quarter, is going to meet a need that you don't even know at the moment that you need it. Come on and instead of, now, now, now notice, notice, notice. Did you hear any of them say thank you? <laughs> huh? Did you hear any of them say thank you? Hallelujah, thank you. You heard none of them say thank you. Because, oh, what's her? Curtis did, Curtis did. But the rest of them didn't say, thank you. Because it's too small. I'm going here because you got to learn to appreciate your smallness. Your little things mean something. Anybody that, does, that disrespects your little ain't qualified. You, you missed that. Anybody that don't handle, don't appreciate your little stuff Amen. ain't qualified. 
Now watch this. Get up and give your neighbor a hug. Come on. Come on. In case you were wondering what the message is today, yes, you are a great reward to someone. Yes, you are a great reward to someone. Now, I'm, 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 this is so important because we're living in a time and season when being a child of God is being attacked, it's like to be saved, to be a Christian, it's like, it's coming like, mm. but our God is greater, right? Our God is greater. I said our God is greater. So let's begin at Psalms 139 and verse 14. Hallelujah. Yes, you are a great reward to someone. Psalms 139 and verse 14 says this. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Ladies, you ought to be shouting. Men, you ought to be shouting. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are the works, and that my soul knoweth right well. You know, I, I mean, I, I wish I had apps and, you know, the, and I looked or whatever. But I, you know, I said, Lord, thank you for what I do have. Amen. The Amplified says it this way, I will confess and praise you for you are fearfully and wonderful and for the awful wonder of my birth. Wonderful are your works and that my inner self knows right well. Now, why did I give that example today? Because I'm trying to get you to expand your inner self. Many of you are beating your own self up for the wrong reason. Some days, you in the penny zone. Some days, you in the 11 cents zone. Some days, you in the 25 cents zone. But every day, there's greatness in you that someone needs. Someone needs. So today's message is, yes, you are a great reward to someone. And reward means a satisfying return, a satisfying result, a profit, a return for performance of a desired behavior. Say, say, neighbor, you a profit. You a benefit to somebody. Right now, you a benefit to me. Oh, yes, yes, yes. 
Now, here's the punchline. And the first someone has to become yourself. When are you going to love yourself? When are you going to love yourself? Folks, here the trick of the devil and his host is to steal our self-esteem. So we function as if Almighty God doesn't care about us the way he seems to care about others. Stop. Now, now, now flow what I'm, what I'm, get what I'm trying to get, communicate. Yes, you are to celebrate somebody else's success. Celebrate that. But don't diminish yours. Don't diminish yours. Everybody ain't telling you how they got the success. Everybody didn't get the success the way you thought they got the success. Come on. And while you're waiting, celebrate who you are. I get up in the morning, Lord, I thank you for another day's journey. Thank you, Lord, for who I am in you. So, yes, we are each different in some from others. But our difference have a place where rewards will manifest for us too. Say, I'm different, but I'm a reward. And my reward is a blessing to someone, even me. Oh, my God. Come on now. Let's go to Ruth chapter 1. Ruth. Holy Ghost, help them. Ruth chapter 1 and verse 1. This was the example that the Lord gave me to give to you. Now remember, Ruth 1 and 1. Now it came to pass in the days when judges ruled that there was a famine in the land and a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to sojourn in the country of Moab. He, his wife, and his two sons. He, his wife, and his two sons. And the name of the man was Elimelech, and the name of the wife was Naomi. And the name of his two sons was Malon and Chilion, Ephrathites of Bethlehem, Judah. And they came into the country of Moab and continued there. And Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died. And she was left and her two sons. Got it? And they took them wives of the women of Moab. And the name of one was Oprah. And the name of the other was Ruth. And they dwelled there about 10 years. How many years? 10 years. Then, and Malon and Chilion died, also both of them. And the women was left with her two sons and her husband. My God, my God. Folks, here we tap in to the first example of how, yes, you are a great reward to someone. Here in my opening text, we read about a woman named Naomi who's lost both her husband and now her two sons. Say her husband and now her two sons. Say, say that's grief. Say that's grief. That's grief. That's grief. That's grief. That's grief. But she still has two daughter-in-laws connected to her in that time and season of great loss. Say neighbor, it matters who you're connected to in great loss. Ruth 1 and 16. And Ruth entreated me, said, and Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go, 
and where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. So Naomi has lost her husband and her two sons. She's got two daughter-in-laws, and now she's negotiating with them to say, well, you know, I don't need you to go with me. I don't need you to go. I'm, you're just gone, and, you know, you, you, gotta, you lost two. I lost two. But now you've got one by the name of Ruth that said, you know what? I'm going to stick with you. Um, I'm going, when, wherever you go, I'm going. Whatever, whatever you do, I'm going to do. Got it? Where thou diest, will I die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part thee and me. When she saw that she was steadfastly minded to go with her, then she left speaking unto her. Folks, sometimes you got to know when to shut up. You got to know when God is doing something bigger than you. You got to know when God is doing something bigger than you. Even though she was in grief, there's someone that God put beside her that's going to help her walk through. Here we have one woman by the name of Ruth becoming a great reward to someone named Naomi. While one daughter-in-law made the choice not to follow Naomi, Ruth does and becomes a great reward to her. Now, here's the piece. When God is doing something, he ain't going to tell you everything he's doing. But he's got something far beyond what you can ask and think on his mind that's going to blow your mind. Say, God, holla, blow my mind. All right? So watch where we go now. So the daughter-in-law, one says, you know, I ain't gone. I'm going to stay here with the family. Ruth said, no, I'm going to go with you. And she becomes a great reward for Naomi. Now watch what happened. Ruth 4 and 13. Because Ruth went and stayed with Naomi, she met a man named Boaz. I said she met a man named Boaz. I said she met a man named Boaz. So Bo Boaz took Ruth, and she was his wife. And when he went un into her, the Lord gave her conception, and she bare a son. And the woman said unto Naomi, Blessed be the Lord which hath not left thee this day without a kinsman that his name may be famous in Israel, and he shall be unto thee a restorer of thy life and a nourisher of thine old age. For thy daughter-in-law, which loveth thee, which is better to thee than seven sons hath borne him. She lost her husband. She lost her two sons. Now, because of Ruth being in her life, now she has new life. Yeah. Any of y'all got grandkids? Yeah. You know, having grandkids, you like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. I can have them, then I can take them back. <laughs> huh? Hallelujah. I got them, but I can take them back. I can bless them real good, and I can take them right back. Great reward. And Naomi took the child and laid it in her bosom and became nursed unto it. And the woman 
and, and the woman, her neighbors, gave it a name saying, this is a son born to Naomi. And they called his name Obed. He is the father of Jesse, the father of David. Folks, here we have just one person growing and maturing to become a great reward to someone named Naomi. And her name was Ruth. Did she know that when she started out? Did she plan to do so? But the God who created her and made her did. What plan does God have for you? God has a plan for you. Oh, Lord, I say, 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 neighbor. Some good news. God has a plan for you because you are a great reward to someone. I just heard this in the spirit. Any of you work on a job? And on that job, do they give you all the work? Oh. Oh. Why did they give it to you and not to somebody else? Because you're a great reward. Hey. Hey. Say, neighbor, I got it like that. I got it like that. Huh? But if you don't understand that, then you, you diminish who you are. There's a reason they keep giving it to you. Because they know you are the reward. And then they celebrate. Look at, yeah, yeah, we come there. They, they, hallelujah. But when you don't know who you are, you diminish who you are. But God who created her and made her did. Likewise, each of us has been born by God and created by God to become a great reward to someone in our lifetime too. Folks, when you broke and somebody comes and blesses you, that, hey, that, they're a reward. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and I'm, I'm learning to celebrate the crumbs. Give me a dime. Give me a quarter. Give me a penny. Listen, I thank you for every, every good and perfect gift that comes from above. Thank you. Thank you. You see, everything Almighty God has created is a reward to somebody. For that reason, it is so important that you learn to grasp your significance and your value as a person in your lifetime. Okay. Any of y'all pray? In your pray time, do you have a set time where you celebrate all that you have accomplished already? Hmm? All right. An assignment. Get you a blank sheet, and on that blank sheet, write down everything you have accomplished already. Already. And every day, celebrate what you've already accomplished. Tell the Lord, thank you. And Lord, increase it. Do more. Because the Lord daily loads us with benefits. Hallelujah. Stop having amnesia about what you have accomplished. Oh, no, 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 no. I have a, a page, I told y'all before, I have a page called Legacy. And in my devotion time, I rehearse and thank God for what he has done. Lord, I thank you that in 1966, I graduated from Overbrook High School. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you that in 1980, I graduated from Duke Divinity School. Lord, I thank you. 
Lord, I thank you that in 1973, uh, 1969 to 60 to 70, I was in the Marine Corps. Okinawa, Vietnam brought me back home. Thank him. I thank him every day. I ain't waiting. I want to thank the Lord every day. And I got a list of things that I've already accomplished. So I don't, I don't, yeah, you may say, well, you know, Pat, no, I need to know for me. Yes. Say, neighbor, yes. you need to know for you. Hallelujah. Therefore, when they need your resume, you already got it. You already, huh? And don't despise the day of small beginnings. Hallelujah. If I hadn't gone to high school, I wouldn't be here. And when I was in high school, I was crazy. Crazy. Hallelujah. Party hearty. Yes, me. Tell the person sitting next to you or around you, their patience is going to be a reward for somebody that others cannot tolerate. Tell that person sitting next to you, come on, and around you, your words can motivate someone incapable of seeing what you see. In other words, Eagle Summit, it may be that mental, emotional, and spiritual qualities God has developed within you that someone desperately needs from you today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. Let me give you one more. Let's go to 1 Samuel 17. One more example. 1 Samuel 17. Here's another example. And this is talking about someone that dealt with Goliath. You know his name? David, right? Or was it Moses? Or was it Hiawatha? Come on now. 1 Samuel 17, 23. And as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name out of the armies of the Philistines and spake according to the same words and David heard them and David heard them and all the men of Israel when they saw the men fled from him and were sore afraid folks here we tap into the next example of how yes you are a great reward to someone in 1 Samuel 17 and verse 32 watch what happens David said to Saul let no man heart fail because of him thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine and Saul said to David thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him for thou art but a youth and he a man of war from his youth and David said unto Saul confidence thy servant kept his father's sheep and there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock and I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by the beard and smote him and slew him. Got it? Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them 
seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. David said, moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, gone boy, go and the Lord be with thee. Come on now. Folks, here we tap into the master key to knowing the great value you are in this life. And note, David was not being arrogant. When you have confidence, that's not arrogance. Come on now. And David was not being, but instead was confident because of some of the life tests and trials he himself had already overcome and mastered. I've been saying, Lord, why did I have to go through this hell? And why did I have to go through this hell? Because he was positioning me for somebody. Some of the hell you done been through ain't for you about somebody else. So that you can be a reward to somebody else. And when you understand that, oh, that's why I went through this and that's why I went through that. That's why. But God was positioning you to be a reward. Hallelujah. First Samuel 17, 39. Watch what happens. And David girded his sword upon his armor and he essayed to go for he had he had for he had not proved it. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with thee, these for I have not proved them. And David put them off of him. Sometimes people will try to put stuff on you that you don't need. Uh, uh. I don't need no gun. I can knock them out. Huh? Karate, bam. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> David said, I don't, I, I'm not, not going to take that. And he took his staff in his hand, chose him five smooth stones out of a brook, and put them in the shepherd's bag, which he had, even in the script. And, and his sling was in his hand. And he drew near to the Philistine. Note, David's confidence in who he was. Say, neighbor, you got to be confident in who you are. 1 Samuel 17, 45, watch what happens. Then said David to the Philistine, thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand. This day and I will smite thee and take thy head from thee. And I will give the carcass of the, of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all these assemblies shall know that the Lord saveth not by the sword or spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. My God, my God. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag, in his bag, and took thence a stone and slang it. And the smote the Philistine in his forehead, that the stone sunk into his forehead, and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Folks, nothing more sweeter when God fights your battle for you. You just show up and God fights the battle for you. Your praise and your worship 
is a weapon. Huh? You can praise your way something. You can, you can hallelujah your way something. And God will work it all together for your good. My God, my God. Eagle Summit, God has a plan for you. Nobody else can be like you. You are unlike anyone else on earth. Grasp this. Embrace this. My God. You are absolutely perfect and genetically accurate for solving a specific problem for somebody on this earth. My God, my God. Say, say neighbor, I got revelation. I'm a problem solver. Oh, yes, I am. And I'm sitting next to another problem solver. Hallelujah. So as I begin to close, remember to remember these few things. Number one, God has qualified you to be a perfect solution to, to you and to someone else. Say, I'm, I'm, I'm a solution to myself and to someone else. Secondly, it is the responsibility of others to discern your assignment to them. And this one I had to realize, everybody don't recognize your greatness. Because you show up in a penny zone and they want you to be a quarter. But they need the penny. They don't need, they don't need the quarter. And they haven't realized that all the time, all they really needed was the penny. So you can be a penny, oh Jesus, and still not be needed. You can be a quarter and still not be needed. But you better know that you are needed. Hallelujah. Third, as you discover to whom you've been assigned, you will experience great peace and great fulfillment and great provision for your own life. And number four, look for opportunities to heal, to strengthen, and bless others. Say, I look for opportunities to heal, strengthen, and bless others. Finally, Proverbs 3.27 says it this way. Withhold not good from them to whom it is due, when it is in the power of thine hand to do it. Now take your neighbor by the hand. We're going to pray. Thank you, Lord. Say, neighbor, give me that hand. Give me that hand. Hallelujah, Lord. Close your eyes for a moment. Say, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for creating me to be a person of and having great value. Holy Spirit, help me to position myself in places where my value helps bring greater value to myself and others. Holy Spirit, lead, guide, and direct me steps by step, like you did Ruth, like you did David. So I have supernatural peace and supernatural joy soaring in my purpose as I serve with love. Father God, Father God, Father God. Thank you for helping me understand that I'm not a mistake, but I am fearfully and wonderfully made to be a blessing and to be blessing each and every day.
each and every night that I lie. In the name of Jesus, I release the blessing into the hand that I hold. I receive the blessing from their hand. In Jesus' name, shout hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah.